All right, so we're at the very last line, three words from the end on Peizayin Amir Beis Amir Papa. Papa says. So Papa here is offering a uh, solution to this person who has a witness. Uh, now she could um, uh, swear her way out of it. So if there's a way out of this, or where uh, to give the husband a better advantage. So he's a smart man. It would be worthwhile, being that it's only a rabbinic shvur as, as, as it stands, to create a situation where she would have to swear and the oath that would have to be would be a shvur Rashi Clare explains that to make a shvur is done extremely, uh, is, is much more uh, scary. It's done with, where you, uh, you actually have to use God's name, number one, uh, or at least one of the kinuyim of God. You hold on to a Sefer Torah at the time that you're swearing. It's in, and, it, and it's scary. I mean, you know, but uh, a Shvua Durabanan is just like, okay, just swear, you know, like, and, and you know, you know that there's a, a very bad result of somebody, you know, like you just do a, like a, a little bit of a scary, scary, uh, scare the person a little bit by a Shvua Durabanan, by a Shvua Raisa, it is in itself very scary. So how do you do that? Again, he wants to elevate this to a Shvuda Raisa. Here's the trick, but it will cost you money. So here's what you do. Yav Laksubasa. Again, you pay he, she says you haven't been paid. You she she he has one witness that he did pay the Ksuba. So Yav Laksubasa, you pay again the Ksuba amount, with one witness. Then you add the two witnesses together because there was one witness who was there for the last payment of the ksuva. There's another witness now who's here for this payment of the ksuva. So now you have two witnesses that she paid the ksuva. Now you can make the first payment into just the debt. And it's not attached, it's not a ksuva, so it's nothing to do with the land. And now say, you owe me money for that first money that I paid, which was only a loan. It has nothing to do with ksuva. So Maskalar of Shisha Bredi, that's not gonna work at all. Hey, Samaqsada Kama Sada Basra, how can you put the first witness to the second witness? They have nothing they not testifying about the same thing. Okay, they were not witnessing the same payment. So uh, she could deny to both of them and ask for a third. It's like I then I swear that you didn't get that you're lying and you're lying, and now can pay me a third time. That's not gonna work at all. So Ella Amar of Shisha Bered Ravidi, here's what you do. Yavlok Subasa, Papi Sada Kama Bisada Basra. Get that first witness, and this time pay in front of witness number one and witness number two for the Ksuva. Okay? And then Umukum Lalahana Kamoi Balva, and then say that payment that I paid earlier that I have one witness for, that was a loan. And now I want to collect that loan. Okay, and I have a witness. So what does she have to do? She has to swear. This is what, it's a swearing to free her from paying. And it's a shvod oraisa, because there's an eid echad. And that's the trick. So, mask if la ravashi, so ravashi has a kash on that, akadi yichol l'meimar, No, that wasn't a loan, that was a ksuba. And it's a, I had multiple ksubas with, with, with my, my husband. So, ravashi, hu demodelahu. That basically, the only way it works is where he let them know in advance um, that the first witness and the second witness, uh, before the second payment, 
you should know that I already paid her the ksuva in front of one of the two of you, and she's denying that, and I want her to pay. I'm paying the second time the ksuva so that I should have two witnesses, and then I'm going to claim the first one. And, um, and that I have an eid echad, and she'll have to swear to Arisa. That's basically forcing them to be aware that that's the story. Okay, and for her to say that there was two ksuvas, when there's an eid echad in that circumstance, it's like a hard claim to claim. All right, so that's the trick. Next we saw that uh, so we said that uh, uh, collecting from, from property that was already sold off to somebody else, you can only take that if you swear. That's the woman can't get a ksuva without an oath. Now, uh, um, same way orphans, always only with a shvua, with an oath. Now, miman, who's orphans from whom? from the borrower. So it means that the orphans, when they're collecting from a borrower, you mean to say that the orphans would have to swear to be able to collect that the, as far as we know, our father wasn't wasn't paid for this debt. Why should they have to swear? Their father provides the, the star that the guy owes them owes them the money. They should be in the same boat as as the father, and he should they should not have to swear. What it's saying is this: When both sides are the kids, and it's not the parents who did the debt, who borrowed the money, so then even though they themselves are orphans, they need to swear as well. Of course, the oath can't be the same oath that you know I swear that I wasn't paid this debt because they can't do that. But they swear that they have no knowledge, no information, no basis, no receipts, no nothing that this debt has been paid. All we have is the star. That's what they're going to have to swear. The father never said anything. That's the oath that they would have to take before getting money from the inheritors of the borrower. That's where the other offer, other borrowers are saying that our father told us that he borrowed that money, but he also told us that he paid back that debt. Then in order for them to collect the debt, they need to swear. But if they said, no, our father said, I never borrowed any money from nobody, there's no money that I even borrowed, then they shouldn't even need to swear because they're denying the entire thing. So, Rabbi says, if anything, it makes more sense opposite. When you say, I never borrowed, Ki Omer lo then you're by definition admitting that you never paid. And they have a star. So this is baloney, okay? So the, the father's uh, basically admitting to have not paid. Um, so Ali Yitmar, if anything, it's the other way around. Amr of Zrika, Amr of Yuda. Rav Zrika said, Name Rav Yuda, Loshono, Elisha, Amru, Yusomim, Amr, Lanab, Lavisi, Prati. The reason why the collectors, the, the, the orphan, the children of the lender, can swear to get is because need to swear to get is because these the borrowers were, were told borrower kids borrowers kids were told that the father said I borrowed but I paid I never borrowed then the 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 front then they can get it even without having to swear why if their claim is that our father said they never borrowed money so we don't know what you're talking about. Well, we have proof that he definitely did borrow money. And he, if he said he never did borrow, then he's surely saying he never did pay. So 
Therefore, they don't even need to, the collectors, the orphans who are collecting, do not need to swear to that effect. Brings us to the next thing, when you're getting month paid, when the husband is not around, he's overseas, so also you need to swear. Now, his story happened, this is where she's trying to collect the ksuva. She wants to, you know, the, he sent a divorce from overseas, and now she wants to collect the ksuva. And because of chen, we say, you know what, you should be able to get your money, so that's why we'll, 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 we'll allow you to swear that he didn't make any other arrangements, um, and therefore you'll get your ksuva. What if there's a creditor over here and he's overseas? Lo, he does, he, you, you wait till he comes back. You can't just take money because we don't know what's going on with his affairs. Um, well, it makes sense that a creditor also should be able to collect with an oath. Why? A guy borrows from everybody he knows and then he goes, I mean, he makes his new life overseas. And, you know, like, what are you going to do? About to know those before love, and nobody's willing to lend. Like this, the guy, they know the guy has property here. So they know that there's going to be some means to collect, and they'll be willing. And then, because oh, otherwise, nobody's going to lend to any borrower even, uh, because of the bad apples. So that's why. Which brings us to the end of the Mishnah, Rabbi Shimon's opinion. Rabbi Shimon, Omer, calls Manshatavasksuba, whenever. Um, she is claiming her ksuva, then she needs to swear to the orphans. And whenever she's not claiming, then they can't make her swear. So what's the case? Rabbi Shonai, what's he going on? So, Amr it's going on this line. It says, that she's paid down in his presence. That requires an oath. That doesn't matter whether it's, what, what claim is she getting? Is she claiming to get her ksuva? Or is she claiming just, I, look, I need food from the estate. And she'll always need to swear. If she's claiming the ksuva, then they can't make her swear. But, um, uh, well, you have a question? Yeah. No, no. If not that she wants to get divorced, she needs money. There's two things. There's the husband's overseas. There's two possible claims. One is that they're still married. He's overseas, but she needs money for food. And does she have to swear that he didn't make any other arrangements and therefore we have a right to sell off some property to be able to pay for that? Or, 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 or that's one case. Or are we talking about where he sent a get from overseas and she's divorced and she wants a ksuva? And then she has to swear that he didn't give her the ksuva somewhere. That's two possibilities. And what Rib Shimon is saying is that you don't do that. Okay? Uh, only when, for Ksuva does, the, uh, does she have to swear. So she's living off this thing. Then she doesn't have to It's of Tanoim between Chanan and the Bnei Kohanim Gedolim. What's the case? The Tanan, the Mishnah says, somebody went overseas, and his wife is claiming for food. I need the food. Chanan Omer, Tishava Bisov, Velo Tishava Betchila. She swears at the end, but not in the beginning. Meaning, 
you let her get the money as she goes, and then at the end she she'll have to when he comes back, then she'll have to swear that she has no other arrangements. Okay. Um, uh, no, she has to swear in the beginning and she has to swear at the end. So that's the machlokas. So what's the deal? Rab Shimon, who says that there's no oath at this juncture, that's Kichanan. He holds like Hanan. And Rabbanan, who said that she does, she would need to swear if she wants to get even Mizonos, that, she, that there was no other arrangement made, that's Kibbenikanim Gedolim. So Mask of Rav Shesha says that doesn't fit the bill. Why? It says, I Yorshim Mashpienosa, Bezdin Mashpienosa. Who's making somebody swear over here? It's not the inheritors that are making her swear. It's the, there's no inheritors in the picture um, if he's overseas and, uh, and she's claiming for food. That's not a terminology. That's only when somebody's dead. Nobody's dead. It's, uh, it's Bezdin that's making her swear. Is what it means. So that doesn't really fit in Hanan. That 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 doesn't fit into the words of our Mishnah of Yorshim Ashpinosa that we're talking about such a scenario where the husband's alive just overseas. So he can't be going on that case. So El Rav Aha, it's going on a different case. Hal We're talking about the husband's deceased, and she went from there straight to her father's house or the base of Via. Or she went back to. Her in-law's house, meaning her her husband, where she lived with her husband, the Lonas is and she's not in charge of anything. The Yarshim cannot make her swear. But if she was in charge, only from here on in, and not on the past. Fine. What's Rabbi Shimon saying about that? If she's claiming Ksuva, then. Yarshin must be an osa, meaning if she wants a ksuva, irrelevant whether she's in charge of the affairs or not, she is always she. They can make her swear that she didn't get any money. I ain't to ask ksuva, but if she's not asking for anything uh, in terms of her ksuva, and yarshin must be an osa, they can make her swear. What's the machlokas between Rum Shimon and the uh, Chachamim and the Tanakama? The Kamifu can be plucked at Abishol for Rabbanan. It's Machlokas Abishol in the Rabbanan. Ditanan. What is that? Apetrapa Shemino Aviyasomim. If the father of the orphans set, appointed somebody as Apetrapa's Yeshava, they always need to swear. Minu Bezdin, but if Bezdin appointed, Lo Yeshava. Because they, you know, the Bezdin did, you know, the Bezdin is picking them. I don't want, the, I don't want that obligation. If you choose me, um, then I'm not interested in having to swear. Um, it's the other way around. When Bezin appoints you, then you got to swear. If the father appointed you, you shouldn't have to swear. So Rabbi Shimon, who says she doesn't have to swear, Kabashol is like Kabashol, even though she's managing the affairs, no need to swear. And Rabbanan, 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 like the Rabbanan. So Gemara says, uh, it still doesn't fit in. It sounds like as long as she's claiming Merksuba, she needs to swear. It's not as long as. If she claims it, that's what it should say. So the words of Kozman implies a different, it does not talk about a connotation of where she's just managing the affairs of the of the household and needing to swear or not, so it's a different scenario. So, so therefore, El Amar Baye, third try. How it's going on this line? He wrote that I'm freeing up from any vows. on this on me, I can't make her swear, and so on. 
You can never make her swear. Nobody can make her swear. Okay? For us, Rabbi Shimla Mimur, Shimla is disagreeing with that. And he says, Not true. Even then, if she wants to claim her ksuva, the inheritors have a right to make her swear. And what's that machlokis? That's the Abishol ben Imam Miriam. It says it's, it's true that it should have encompassed this, but, you know, that's just the way it goes. Um, for Abanan, uh, what about the Rabbanan? Uh, they hold, uh, so, so uh, no, for Reb Shimon holds like Abishol ben Imam Miriam, that regardless of what agreement was made, you always have to swear if you want to collect your ksuva. That's just the way it is. And the Rabbanan hold like the Rabbanan, that no, if you freed yourself from it, you don't have to. Problem with this is Maskavlar Papa Tena Kosmancha Tovask Subasa. That line makes sense. Eina Tovask Subasa. But what if she's not claiming the Ksufa Michael Mimer? What's that about? Elamara Papa La Fuki Midrabalazar Umakluso. There's two points that Ribshim is differing on. First of all, if she's claiming the Ksufa, no matter what agreement about oaths that she's free from any oaths, she still has to swear. It doesn't affect, it doesn't help. And also he's saying that if she's not claiming Guksuva at all, um, um, so then you know, then, then, then you can't make her swear regardless. And that's going against uh, Rebbe Lazar and his opinion. Meaning, if, if uh, um, he's going, even though Rebbe Lazar and both sides said in the Reisha that, um, that, uh, that, that he can make her swear uh, whenever he wants, if she's an apotropist, that's not true. If she's not taking anything um, in terms of Riksuva, she's not claiming Riksuva, I disagree that in general. So basically, Reb Shimon is Machmir and Mekel, meaning he's, he's Mekel, if she's not claiming Riksuva, there's no, no need for her to swear at all. And he's Machmir that if she is claiming Riksuva, even if there was a pre written document that frees her from any and all oaths, Still has to swear. So that's the that's basically what Rup is going on, really two points. And we'll stop over here and take from here tomorrow.